0: Hey, welcome to the Center of the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. And today we are taking a break from our series we've been doing in First Thessalonians because we got a great question from a listener. And then I immediately sent it to Allison because I don't have any wisdom on this. (laughs) (laughs) You're
1: making that up. Of course you do. Well, we'll
0: (laughs) see. So the question was, how do you love someone well and still give them the truth that they would need to hear, to point them in the right direction in a season of life, no matter what it could possibly be. We all are finding ourselves in weird places right now. And so how do I love without sounding judgy or being too wishy washy or being a pushover?
1: And I was so excited. I thought that this was the perfect question to kind of plop in the middle of this mini series. And it resonated with me because I have been struggling with the same thing. So we cannot be the only people in the world struggling with this. So I think this is a thing, which is why we're focusing on it. And I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you the verse that the Lord plopped in my lap was from Matthew seven, six, do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Wow. Did you know that
0: pigs eat everything? So they eat your pearls? I mean, they would even eat like bones and stuff from what I've heard, like wild hogs.
1: Really? Yeah. No, I haven't heard that. But I don't study a lot about wild hogs.
0: I don't know why I know that. I'm going to blame it on my sister. She lives in Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Sorry, moving on. Now, (laughs) Matt and my son, my husband and son, have shot wild pigs with their bows. But that's as much as I know about that.
0: Did you keep the meat and eat it? Yeah, we did. Isn't it really gamey tasting?
1: It actually wasn't. So weird side note, we're on. But um, they are actually so healthy. There's not a lot of fat on them. I guess we fatten our pigs up for industry. But it's so lean. It was kind of tough.
0: Now, in Texas, when I was there people would have ranches and they would have weekends where they would just go hunting because the wild pigs or what have you would just go destroy their land yeah yeah
1: it is a problem and that's where matt and cully went down in texas
0: okay to help
1: farmers yeah but they had so much fun
0: hmm do you know do they pay people because maybe i should get good at a bow so i can go shoot things on the weekends Mm, i think more like you pay oh never mind (laughs) So we don't want these pigs to have you know, our property, let alone our pearls. Exactly,
1: your pearls of wisdom. So, you know, I wish that it was that easy to kind of determine who those people are in our lives. But I think that if we're praying and we're discerning, that we will be able to figure out who those people are that are worth sharing with. And I think there's a few ways, right? One, prayer. Because God can always open those doors and close those doors for conversations if you're paying attention. And two, once you've shared a bit of truth, how did that person respond? And then if you've been responding in truth and truth and truth, and they never take any action on their part, you should probably move on to the next person. So I think um, it feels as if God is saying we need to judge these people. So are you like pig and swine? Are you like swine and dog? And you're not going to listen to me? Or, or are you someone who's going to listen? But he's not really saying judge, he is saying, be discerning. And to do that, you have to be prayerful.
0: So I love that you say that because discernment to me is a Bible word, people might use it in other places, but I've only heard it from church people. Um, So discernment to me sounds like such a cliche and such an excuse to not do something. Well, I'm using my discernment. It sounds a little bit judgy in itself, but the truth is the word discernment actually means to judge well.
1: There you look at you defining words. I love it.
0: Are you proud of me? I just looked it up like 30 seconds ago. I love it who cares? You looked it up.
1: (laughs) Well, and I think, you know, right after this verse and verse six, he gives us verse seven, which is so familiar to so many. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds and the one who knocks the door will be opened. So if we're asking God to give us this discernment and make that path clear, he will give it. But sometimes it is not us. Yes, we can plant a seed. Yes, sometimes it is just by loving on someone, not giving them any opinion. Because they are not going to listen to us anyway. And only God can get through to them.
0: So if someone comes to me and says, you know, I really feel like God is calling me to quit my job and move, you know, across the country and, you know, have a long distance relationship with my family right now, I'm just giving some crazy idea, right? <laughs> um, how would you go about that? I'm, I'm just going to put you on the spot right now. So, hey, Allison, um, I've just been really thinking about this. And I think that God has placed it on my heart because we normally start with that, right? God has placed it on my right, heart. <laughs> right, right.
1: Um, well, first, it would depend on the friend. Okay. You know? I mean, if it's a close friend and we've had these conversations before, I'm going to know if they really want to know the truth or not. Okay. If it's a stranger, I got nothing to lose. I'm just going to tell you cray cray and move on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to find out more about the situation. If you're a friend, I'm already going to know some history and background. But if you're uncertain, one of the things I always start doing when someone springs something like that on me is my breath prayer that my really quick prayer to the Lord is like, not me, but you, God, not me, but you, not me, but you, because I don't want to give them any of my advice. I just want to speak truth and foundational love into them. And so only God can do that. I am not capable without him. (laughs) And so then I, I would start asking questions. So what is it that Why do you feel as if God has called you to this? What does this look like for your family? How does your family feel? So asking just lots of questions about that situation. Sometimes people come to their own conclusions. So I think it depends on the situation. I think it depends on the friend. And once you find out more information, then you really have to just go with what the Lord has given you. And it goes back to that discernment. But And sometimes we get it wrong because we're not really in tune with what the Lord is saying But really, for me, discernment is just listening to the God nudge in my heart and in my spirit of what he's speaking to me. And you can usually sense a red flag going up, you know, in a conversation or um, in someone's mannerisms and eye contact and things like that. So it really depends on the whole situation, which I know is mm, I'm not trying to get out of the question, but all those things are really important.
0: Well, I love that you say ask more questions because recently I was telling a friend, I said, this really good friend of mine said this, you know, thing to me and it was so offensive and this is how it made me feel. And she said, well, you should have just looked at her and said, well, tell me more about that. And I thought, oh, well, where was that wisdom? You know, (laughs) I was just like, oh, well, I got to (laughs) go. It's a lot harder in the moment. Yeah.
1: A lot harder in the moment, even coming up with responses. And to go back to another example, like there's some people in our lives, I know I have someone who, um, you know, you can work with them for extended periods of time and try to mentor them, um, help them along, encourage them, give them ideas on, you know, whatever it is in their marriage, in their life, friendships, whatever it is in their life that they need help with. And then sometimes you look back and you're like, they literally have never done one thing that I've suggested. Why am I wasting my time? The best thing you can do for that person at that point is continue to love them, of course, and not build up any resentment or anger, but just pray for them. Because until they are ready to make a move, it doesn't matter what you're saying, how much time you're pouring into them. It, They're not going to change by the time you pour into them. They're going to have to do some change in themselves.
0: Yeah, take responsibility for their own actions. Sure. And their own health whether it be physical or mental I think it is hard you know especially if it's someone close and a loved one and you see them going down this path and they may ask you for advice and then you give advice right but then all of a sudden they don't take the advice and they continue down this crazy path and you're like the line at the end of the tunnel's a train don't do it so you just <laughs> right you get like emotionally you're already emotionally invested because you love them yes right and so what do you do then just pray
1: you have to pray that the Lord will intercede with other people because sometimes it is the people that we're the closest to that cannot hear our advice. We're too close to the situation. I know that oftentimes, you know, my parents may even say, well, can you talk to so-and-so family about, um, you know, a Christian, you know, just God and whatever. And it's like, okay, um, no, because they will not listen to me. But I will pray that God places other Christian mentors in their life to guide them because they won't listen to me. I'm too close. You're too close to the situation sometimes. And then not only that, you just push people completely aside. I mean, people get really angry and they push you completely out of their lives. That's happened to me as well.
0: Well, you know, and sometimes the person on the receiving end of this might just be one of those people that has to learn the hard way. Uh, Yeah, me. Right. I was like, I was saying it from my own experience where not only do I have to learn the hard way, I've already made it my mind. Cause sometimes like people come in and say, Hey, I'm thinking about this. What you're really saying is I've already decided to do this and I'm just informing you of it. And so maybe watching that pattern as well in your conversations from past, but if they were to not go through with this stubborn act, whatever it might be, God's God He's going to heal them in the end. Yep. Right. One way or another. Right. And some of us just really want a lot of healing, you know, like we want to go real deep into that pit. Um, Not really, but that's where God works his magic. And that's where people's testimonies are often written and their faith is built.
1: Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm a protector and you want to keep people from having to experience the pain that you know is coming and that you may have experienced yourself. But if I look back on those times in my own life where I took the hard route and it wasn't fun and it wasn't easy and I was in the bottom of that pit. That is where I grew the closest to God. That is where my faith was challenged and it grew deeper in ways it could have, I could have never experienced by just opening the word of God. I mean, it is powerful too, but it is being down there knowing I'm not in control. I got nothing. God, I need you. And it takes those moments so we can only protect people from so much.
0: Yeah, and it's a tangible moment versus I learned this in class versus I lived through this. You know, those lessons are always the ones that stick with you and grow you spiritually and mentally just so much more. And not to mention, I think when we're trying to control, as in me, when I'm trying to control everything, what I'm forgetting is God sees the whole picture. So I don't know what all the other moving parts are. Who else is being affected by this situation? Who else is going to learn from this thing?
1: Preach, girl. Yeah, that's right. We're not the only part of the story. We're just one little piece to the puzzle. I will say as a mom, you know, (laughs) all you moms out there, it is difficult to see your kids in a situation where you know That if they would just listen to you, you could save them from a bad experience or something harmful. But we can't all the time, especially the older they get, teens and young adults. And you see the hurt and the pain. And um, it is not easy to sit on the sidelines, but we are just there. We just need to remain there to love them, to always be there for them. Make sure they know they have a safe place to always come and just pray fiercely for them. For their protection, and that they would never know a day without God, that he would show up and show off for them and make their faith um, stronger than it ever has been because of the situations that they will have to go through.
0: And, you know, I think the reminder that this is not a surprise to God, whatever it is, is so important. And it helps me when I'm in the middle of something and I think there is nothing I can do. But luckily, God's not surprised by this. And yesterday I was talking with a group of women, and they said one a very funny thing, which maybe some of you people that grew up in church have heard this before. It's called the suddenlies, and suddenly, the suddenlies of God. And so when you're reading in the Bible, you hear, and suddenly. suddenly? <laughs> and so it's going to be an and suddenly moment, probably. That's right.
1: Or... There's also the but God moments. It's like all this was happening this destruction and that and blah, blah, blah. But God. And it's always like, but God, he's going to show up and he's going to show off. And, you know, I will say that just because of the time that we're living in at this moment, um, there's with everything, with politics, with race relations, um, with religion, you name it everybody's got a super strong opinion or even wearing face mask or not wearing face mask. Um, Anyway, everybody's got an opinion.
0: I'm going to refrain from sharing mine. (laughs) I'm really proud of you. You've come a long way since yesterday.
1: Since 30 (laughs) seconds ago. Um, But I guess what, and I think this is why this message, this verse has been so powerful for me and why I have been struggling through it, because here's the thing shoving your opinion, arguing about your opinion, posting all your opinions, that's really not doing anything. That is where all the anger is coming from. And so if we could just stop and we could just pause and we could just ask questions Mm -hmm. to understand maybe why people are feeling the way they are, you don't have to agree with them, Uh, but you can ask questions and then you can walk away. You can unfollow them. You can also know that you're never going to probably change their mind. Not your job. That's what I kept writing in the, in the margins of my Bible. Not your job. Not your job. Not your job. I need to remember it's not my job to fix every problem. In fact, good thing because I'm incapable of it. Only God can do those things. He is the one that is able to change hearts. He is the one that is able to open eyes to the truth. Not me. So I'm here just to try to focus on the people that want to hear truth, that want um, to know, experience, love, and to move on from everything else.
0: You just gave a good point. And I think um, sometimes people will come to us for advice. And so when they ask you for advice, I think it is important to maybe pause. Because oftentimes if you've seen peripheral something happening, you're already kind of creating your opinion and what you would do about it and how you would respond. But in the moment when someone comes to you and says, hey, this is what's going on. What do you think? You should probably pause and say, God, please give me the words like you said. Because, Not me, but you, God. Right. I love that. Not me, but you, because oftentimes I have so much life experience. I could tell you so many different things, but that maybe not what God needs them to hear today. The
1: pausing is hard, isn't it? Yes. I mean, let's just speak to that for a minute.
0: (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Because
1: let me just say that with my personality, it is hard just to sit politely, ask questions and nod my head. That is just not me. So when I'm able to do it and I pause, I'm always... So proud of myself for stopping, <laughs> not in a prideful way, but like, oh my gosh, you finally got it, and I'm sure the
0: heaven has a party that day for me because, <laughs> like, holy cow, good, she got one little gold star. It's today. like a Facebook live watch party up there. Like, wait, yeah. we're gonna test Allison today, everybody. Let's see what she does. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I do not always get it right, and I think
1: that is important to understand. Don't be so hard on yourself. We are not perfect. We are not called to be perfect, it is impossible, and we're gonna make mistakes and we are gonna say things. The point is to apologize if you offend someone, and if someone offends you, let them let that go. Do not hold a grudge. But give yourself grace. Give yourself grace like God gives it to us to and learn from the situation and try to do better in the next situation. That's all we can do.
0: Yeah, and I think you know, thinking about your intention, even if you flub it up, if you know, going into that, that your full intention was, you know, just love and encouragement, and it wasn't taken that way, you're not actually responsible for their reaction. Word. You're responsible for your heart going into the situation. So someone told me a while ago, you know, the prodigal son story, we all know that there were two sons. The father had two sons, one of them stayed home was dedicated to the dad committed loyal, one was a prodigal son, what was the difference? It wasn't the dad, it was the exact same dad. It was the heart of the person that was receiving his love. So for me, that was so reassuring in that moment. And I have to tell myself. I'm not responsible for your reaction. You
1: can only be responsible for your heart yeah. and, and your actions and what that stems from. That's so right. And you know, one thing that um, my husband and I do well now, <laughs> after <laughs> almost 20 years, um, sometimes just ask the question when you're with someone. So just say, look, do you just want to sit here and you just want me to be a listener today? or Or would you like for me to give you input? it's okay to ask that question if you're like I need some discernment I need some discernment I got no discernment I don't know what to do just ask the person yeah you know because sometimes I tell my husband I'm like listen I'm getting ready to just download on you and I don't want you to fix it I just need to vent I just need to get it all out of my system I already know the answer or I don't care what your answer is I just need you to listen he's like okay (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm sure he like Kicks his shoes off Like well this one's Gonna be easy Yep <laughs> this is gonna be good All right And then other times
1: I sit You know we sit down I'm like okay This is going on I really need Your advice on this Let's talk this through Let's hash it out So it's okay to say If you're the person And it's okay to ask If you're you know the, On the receiving end
0: So now I'm just gonna You know we spent Too much time So now I have to like Take a left hand turn Because my mind just does that I'm like Do it. Squirrel. So what happens if when you're, especially in this season, so many people are, you know, analyzing themselves, analyzing their faith, you know, really digging into where they stand on everything. What do you do if all of a sudden your foundation or maybe your beliefs are starting to question it or you feel a little shaky? Because I think a lot of people are finding themselves there right now. And I think it's okay because God is full of answers, right? Yep. And, and you know, if you're questioning, that means you're learning more and you're trying to gain more wisdom. But what would you tell somebody? I
1: would first of all say we all get to those places. You know, we all ask those questions. Our minds are always working. But second, most I would encourage them that you're okay. But the most important thing I would say is, What are you filling your mind and your heart with? Mm. Who are you listening to? What are you reading? What podcast are you listening to? And are you in the word of God? Because let me tell you something. I don't care what news station you listen to, what radio station, what podcast. As we've said a thousand times, if you're not in the word of God, you ain't getting the truth.
0: Yeah, there it is, girl. Because you need to have that foundation of the truth of God to stand on when everything falls apart.
1: And let me tell you my center and the saint struggle, you know, the one we all have internally it's a lot easier for me to be on the, uh, on the saint end of the spectrum when I've been in the word of God. Yeah. Than the center end of the spectrum, you know, with my mouth, with my actions, with my thoughts, with my deeds, whatever that looks like. We have got to quit listening to what everybody else says. God is
0: mm-hmm. and
1: has done and what his promises are and you better get in there and you better talk
0: to him yourself yeah go experience it for yourself I love that. period done <laughs> she just dropped the mic drop the mic <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great and just make sure you have a safe place where you can go ask questions
1: absolutely have those friends you can trust that you can have that conversation with but make sure they're not listening to the same stuff you're listening to
0: Right, because then you just have someone that looks just like you and you know they're going to agree with you.
1: Yeah, and and
0: I just want to say,
1: can we all just agree to not agree? Right. I mean, it's okay. We are not robots. Not everyone is going to feel the same about every issue, every topic, but one thing does remain the same, and that is the love of our God. Mm Mm-hmm. That remains the same. And that's what we need to cling to. And we need to love others as he loves us, regardless of if they're if they have purple hair or if they have fake tattoos or real tattoos. Mm -hmm. I mean, Melissa's cool. She has a real one. I wear (laughs) fake ones. Not so cool. Kind of like yours, actually. Thanks. Um, You know, whatever the difference is, we all know that there's a thousand million, trillion, billion differences going on in arguments in the world right now. We must listen to other people's opinions. We must love them regardless and not judge one another.
0: Yeah, I love it. And I do think if you need a safe space or if you have a question that you don't have someone you can ask, just send us a private message. Uh, We will not call you out, obviously. Um, We love questions like this because it helps us know what other people are struggling with. Um, just like we struggle with so many things. So hopefully you guys found this helpful. And if you need us to dig in a little bit more, if we said something that left even more questions, please reach out.
1: Yeah, we would love to keep having these conversations with you all, something relevant. And I just want to say thank you to the woman who sent this in because not only are we able to share it with other people, but you made me feel a little bit better that I'm not alone in having the same struggle that you are. And isn't that all part of this podcast this community these conversations we want everyone to know you're you're not alone your struggles your questions you're not alone we all have them
0: yeah all right we'll get back to it next week
1: all right see you next time on the center and the saint